You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast. If you're expecting a goofy little intro right there, I'm sorry to disappoint you. You're listening to episode 17 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Gold Brick Productions. Here with Trevor, aka Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. Well, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm doing just fine. I hope everybody else is doing okay. Sam, aka Locker Seventy Four Productions. Trev, why do you leave a little pause in between your your intro? Just a question. Like I, I don't know. And why, Marcus, why, why, why do why do Studio. I do that? I don't, I don't know. Why? And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. Hello there. I noticed we do this little, little thing. So I, I kick into my spiel. Trev says something off the wall. Sam's just something commenting on Trev. And Marcus tries to steer us back on course. It's amusing. It's actually kind of funny. I, I, mean, I don't know why I'm the one who's always going to get roped into the these bad trends here. It's it's demeaning. No, I'm not trying to. Cr- I'm not trying. I'm just serious. Fair, every time I edit, every single time I edit, there's like a three second pause between. Trev from Suited Ninja Nerd, and then it's like, one, two, three. Hey guys, what's going on? And I'm like, why is he taking such a long break? I, anyway. It, it might it might just be latency between, between the, the, the call, but who knows? I mean, for right, like, like for this recording session, you're, you're really delayed for me, so, you know. Sam, you can cut that audio. You can cut like that little three seconds. Oh, I know. I'm just curious. It was like, it's more work for me. I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's that's really why I do it. Oh to, no! To give you more work. Three seconds of audio. Oh, does somebody else want to edit these podcasts? Didn't no. think so. You, you can on. you can keep doing it because you do a perfectly fine job. I think everybody that listens. Oh, apparently would agree. I don't. Everybody anyway. that listens, I think, would agree that you do a great job. All right, children. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Chris. What, what, do you want what, to explain? What are we diving into today? Kind of? Yeah. Yes. So. Frame 100, we have been loving it so far. The feedback to the new show has been fantastic. Thank you all for listening. We're done. I'm kidding. No. But <laughs> as we're kicking into fall That's a rat and voice, this winter, is the season finale. <laughs> or series we're, we're, actually, we're going away forever. <laughs> no, we're not actually. We're uh <laughs> So with fall and winter coming up, we realize our schedule's gonna get pretty sporadic really quickly. I mean, it's crazy enough having to do school and actual jobs. There's Thanksgiving and Christmas and weekends and holidays and all throughout May, and you'll always be wrong no matter what you say. So we're trying to figure out how in the world we're going to fill in time between episodes. We figure we're going to make this our little break-off point. Episodes might get kind of scattered around and sparse for the next few weeks, possibly months. But sure, the show will still be going, but we're going to take an opportunity to try something new. Yeah, I'm actually really... This is where you're supposed to put... You were supposed to put an enthusiastic cheering here, like, woo! Woo! Now, I need you guys to do a live action. Like, I see Sam here. He's Sam's ready for a full round of applause, but he's just, like, he's waiting for the cue, you know? <laughs> you can cut that in. It'll, it's not that hard to just separate the two. The, keep going, Chris. <laughs> Anyways. Right. So... As you might be aware, we've gone about 16 episodes now, which has been pretty good. But we're starting to work around some new ideas. One of the ones that, that we want to do is we want to get guests involved again. We've had plenty of guests over Frame 100 in the past, and we're working on some new strategies to get that going. But one thing we noticed as well is that if every time we have a guest is just an ex- extensive interview, and we don't really have time to discuss with the guest, it might make the podcast episodes a little more lengthy or a little harder to coordinate. And so we have an idea for a new segment. Uh, the tentative title right now is Flicker Thoughts, but basically what it will be is a series of interviews by Frame 100. So it will be one host with a famous brick filming or animation guest. Uh, doesn't every, we'll it doesn't even have to be famous. So. Just any 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 brick filming animation personality we can get our hands on. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We can interview you. Why? I, I'm a part of the show. <laughs> Okay, that sounded funnier in my head, I guess. Now you might be wondering, well, golly gee, Frame 100, who are these guests that you will have on this brand new segment that you are teasing very cryptically? I guess you're just going to have to stay tuned and find out. Because we don't even know. We don't even know. Make all this up as we go go. along. 
like the, the the cat poster hanging. No, he does believe. Never mind. Yeah, so, you wrecked, wrecked, you wrecked cat it, poster, Chris. But you just cool. wrecked it. This, you, as far as sorry. as far as I'm aware, this is gonna be like a Chris and Trevor baby. Me and Marcus may not be in as many interviews, mainly because I'm terrible with interviews, and I don't know about Marcus, but I, I believe it. Yeah, I'm not very. I'm not good at asking questions. You guys saw how I've been before, so. Yeah, when when Chris was mentioning that like Thanksgiving and all that jazz is coming up, I realized I graduate in two months. This man, oh, man. congratulations, look at him go. man! Like, look oh, at him go! Right. Woo! I'm I have so that you, coming. Anyway, and that is awesome. But yeah, so, um, so we'll it'll have to be... enter the real world of being an adult. No more dorms. No more dining hall. No more running over to financial aid like I did, asking why in the world I can't sign up for classes. <laughs> yep. I haven't had that feeling it's in, a f- like, it's, a while. It's a fun world that I'm still currently living through the literal hell of, so, yeah. Marcus, graduate post-college life, you're going to love it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm already in that post-college life. College life. I've been <laughs> in that state ever since I graduated high school. Yeah. It's nice. Senior skip day as every day, am I right? I mean... Pretty much. <laughs> you can't do that in college. Senior skip day means that you fail three courses instantaneously. What do you mean? That's I mean, what class are you in? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's the best part. I'm, I'm not a senior asked. yet, man. No, actually, I'm not a college senior yet. Come on. Dude, when I was a senior, okay. nobody Sing cared in my department. <laughs> I, I don't anticipate that being any different when in two years. So just I, it was just it was a joke. Come on, y'all can't laugh at my jo- what whatever. No, Let, keep talking. I, mean, Chris. I can't laugh, I'll, I'll, I'll I can't laugh, laugh at your joke. Comes out. You're not supposed There's to laugh. We got one. Scream. We got one. Cry. One per episode. Away. For the record, it get, wasn't get me this time. Get it wasn't spooked. me. One per episode. Not, not laugh. Or more. No, oh, I I'll guess laugh. on that on that I don't note, think I actually wrote any like, humor into that script. I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking, Chad. I'm joking. God. Don't take y'all, that too y'all give me a headache. I'm gonna have to stop coming on the show. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the planet's working, oh, of boys. Course, of course, you have to cheer. Of course, they cheer. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Trev. Pain. Cancel Trev. All right, everybody, just just tweet use it. that as a hashtag on Twitter. Hashtag uh, cancel suited ninja nerd. No, get 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 hashtag ADTDF trending. No, it's re- hashtag release ATDF ADTDF. Yeah. Oh, that Mr. D. Release release the Trev cut. I don't. Y'all are putting too much effort into this. I don't need to repeat what all the stands that were after Snyder doing whatever the heck it is he's doing right now. I I don't I don't need that. Ugh, pain. Okay, we're, All these people do is Zach just bring Snyder me pain. Right now, I'm tempted to throw out a grenade into the conversation, but I probably really shouldn't. Do you're it. You're gonna keep that to your. You're gonna keep that to do yourself. It. And here we go. Are you ready? No, you're gonna keep that to yourself, sir. No, I'm not. <clears throat> the only Zack Snyder movie. Okay, the only Zack Snyder movie that I enjoyed. Zack Snyder is Watchmen. What? The only Zack Snyder movie that I think looks awesome enough to be excused for how dumb it is is 300. <laughs> All others are just oh no. We are oh, not no. getting into this. Fun Chris? fact. Fun fun uh, you, fun fact. You prompted me to do this. Yeah, I'm not talking about Trev. You brought this upon yourself. You brought this upon yourself because I, I brought it upon everyone else. So that's how that works. I haven't seen a Zack Snyder movie before, so I can't speak on the matter. I literally legitimately don't. Actually. I gotta go to his IMDb now. Okay, here's the thing. Watchmen is great. I love it so much. I was just super sick one weekend, and Sam said, hey, you can borrow my Amazon. (laughs) I remember that. This is before I used uh, Sam's Amazon to watch Psych, and then I met... Okay, quick tangent to the tangent before I get to the story. So Sam was very gracious in letting me use his Amazon account to watch Watchmen and Psych. Thing is, though, because I'm a little bit of a prankster, if uh, no one quite figured it out, I, hate you I would go through, and every time I watched an episode of Psych, I would go to the search bar and search for stuffed panda bears. It's like small little pandas, or like those big plush <laughs> pandas. And over time, I get to about, what is it, season 7 or 8 of Psych. And, no, actually, it was at the movie. I finished watching the movie, and Sam just goes, 
Who in the world is ordering all these stuck pandas? Like my entire I suggestion. No, no, guys, my entire suggestion page on Amazon was nothing but stuffed pandas. And my mom, me and my mom share an Amazon account, and I had a lot of answers oh I, had to, oh I had to. Oh my god! Dude, I, I, I remember when I did that when you let me watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine through your account, and he, he got so mad because he's like, "Not this again." You know, then you know why I was mad because I keep having to explain to my parents why I'm looking for pink fuzzy bears. <laughs> He's a Care Bear stan. Come on, get, cut, hey, him, cut him some slack. My parents, parents are already kind of concerned. Panda, I'm buying Legos all the time. Do you think stuffed pandas are going to be any different? It's. I think that's just part for the course pandas, of parenting. It's adorable. Yeah, pandas are adorable. Pandas are great. Come on, man. They deserve to die. Anyway, continue. Holy crap. Whoa. Yeah. Well, anyways, long story short, I'm no longer allowed to use Sam's Amazon account. But when I did have it, I watched Watchmen, which was really good. I think it, it, it was the boys before the boys became popular. Hey. You know? I mean, definitely a lot more held back and reserved and I would dare say more thoughtful. But... I really like the movie. It looks good. And honestly, the way Zack the- handles like darker story beats, it really works for Watchmen. And then 300 just looks cool. Like Some of the scenes are kind of dumb if you think about it, but it looks so freaking awesome that you can excuse all the little nuances. So, okay, do you want, you want so, me to blow your mind so for yeah. you real quick, real quick, Trev? Or do it. Trev, Let's go. The reason everything is so... I don't know. So, like blown up everything is super uh like exaggerated it's the soldier telling a story that's why everything's so exaggerated at the and it works beautifully yeah and i think on top of that a lot of the shots are based off the graphic novel as well which is one reason but i love that they chose that and just ran with it when anyone else could have gone um let's let's tone it back a bit no Props to them for not toning it back, for going full force at the visuals. It's great. And now he's going to start bashing all of the DC movies, and I'm going to have to mute myself. Not all of them. Well, I mean, I was chatting with a friend after church because we were just hanging out, and really the only thing I'll, I'll say here, because Sam brought me down this road, and he's cutting me off at the end. Superman was great in Man of Steel all the way up to the Smallville fight. After the Smallville fight, I see what they're trying to do with him, but it doesn't quite work as cleanly as it could have. Like, I know Zack, he, he works with really dark visuals, dark tones, that's kind of his thing. But Superman doesn't fit that. And if you try to take a dark Superman, he's basically just a copy of Batman. And so when you end Man of Steel with a fairly dark and quote-unquote gritty Superman, you're not so much portraying Superman as you're portraying, like an alternate, darker DC multiverse version of Superman. Like, this is what I expect from, say, Red Sun Superman, or from some sort of evil Superman, or from really toned-down Homelander, I guess. Oh. I don't know. That's just my little tangent there. I don't even know how we got so, to talk about Zack Snyder. Okay. Well, it was brought upon, to remind everybody, it was brought upon by Sam. So, you're, everybody is welcome um, for that. But, I... I actually have seen a Zack Snyder film. I looked up his IMDb, and back in the grand old year of 2010, approximately a decade ago, he released a little sucker, film. Sucker, uh, sucker Punch. Called. It released the 24th of September, 2010, called Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. What? That was Zack Snyder? Apparently, the man directed the movie. I've never heard of this film before. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that's the only film I've actually seen. I mean, I, I never watched actually it. Seen. I know what it is. It has owls in it, but it, I have no clue. It's not a great movie by any means. I remember, like, it, visually, it's very, it, like, impressive. Um, like, the, the attention to, like, realism is incredibly impressive. But, like, narratively, that, that film is, oof, it, it, it's it's a weird time. But outside of that, I haven't seen 300, but I have actually looked into like the visual effects work and a lot of the ways that they were able to do like those like amazing like punch in zoom shots. And like the way that they accomplished that was by they would use three different cameras at three different focal lengths 
you know, one that's of a wide, one that's of like a, 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 a mid shot and one that's of like a close up of whatever action it was that um, the like the soldiers were at. And, you know, how, how they would zoom in and out was they would just add in a little bit of blur to like each transition, but they would basically like cut between all of the different um, focal lengths on the cameras. And that's how they would get these like, you know, very quick and jarring uh moves uh or camera moves and make them look like you know as smooth as they could it's actually really impressive how they were able to pull it off um I- i've only seen like someone's, that little bit of the film but someone's been watching visual effects react um actually no <laughs> i i'm just now realizing they did talk about it uh on on the corridor channel there but no, we. I think we had actually learned it in class, like in one of my classes, like the week before they released that episode. It was really funny. Um, I, I was watching that episode and I was like, "Oh, I know this already. I just learned it last week." <laughs> so okay, so film, film school. Yeah, I did not film school that. does that, that to you. Awesome. So we're gonna go. I had. I was thinking about this last night. We're gonna go. <clears throat> right turn, left turn, whatever the terminology is. Backwards. I was. So I was thinking last <laughs> night before I went to bed. How many of you used your, like, did animation? How, how do I word this? Like, did you guys ever think your animation would help you break in to the movie industry? Like, it seems like a lot of, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, like, a lot of, sm- like, can I explain myself, Trev? Mr. Hyena. I'm laughing. Anyway. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at how you, you know, you, you think I would have known something like that. No, no. I'm just like, I'm curious. Like even now, like even now, do you, oh, do you no. think that I, eventually, I... okay. So let me explain my reasoning for this. I have Please my, do. my, my audience has a lot of uh, younger animators and that's fine, but I've seen a lot of them say they like, they like doing animation because they want to get into movie making. And that kind of got me thinking, do you got did you guys start your channel with the sole intention of getting into Hollywood and making movies or just something just to like tell stories? You know what I mean? Like I would go ahead and say Oh, sorry Marcus, you're going to say something, I think. Um I want to say my answer is a bit of both. Like, when I first started, I was like, oh, hey, this is pretty fun. I want to tell stories. But it's also, like, I mean, I guess it was my cheaper version of making movies, so I guess so. Okay. So, okay. It, it's it's funny you mention this, because, so for okay. me. <laughs> wow, that was great, Sam. Um, so for, for me, I didn't really start getting into film until high school, like right at the beginning of high school. Um, uh, you know, I, I had discovered like what brick filming was a couple of years prior, but it wasn't until high school that I, you know, built up the, the mo- I, I've explained this whole story before. It wasn't until the beginning of high school that I had enough money to get like the, all the equipment I needed to actually go ahead and pursue brick filming. Um, so after getting to do a little bit of that, I was like, huh, this is what I don't want to do with the rest of my life, isn't it? <laughs> and so now, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm at a pretty prestigious film school. Um, I'm learning from people who actually were out working in the industry. Um, you know, it, like it's it's really been crazy hearing about some of the films that these people have worked on or like even some of the stuff they ha- they haven't worked on that they could have had the chance to work on or stuff where they were like just very loosely connected to people they know that worked on certain films um like some of the alumni from here are um there's not a ton of alumni that have gone on to do like a really big things but there are alumni that have gone on to do some pretty big things which is pretty cool um hopefully i get to follow in their footsteps and potentially exceed them uh but yeah like for me it's it's just like marcus said it's just there's so many stories that i want to tell and the whole art behind filmmaking is just so cool because it really is just all like solving one giant puzzle it's all just one big it's effectively, for a lack of better words, all just a giant Lego set that needs to be put together. 
and you lost I, the you instructions. Until you had that analogy, and then you lost it, me. Again. It, it, it's it's where you <laughs> lost the instructions, and you gotta actually you gotta you gotta go print them out online. But it's like some really backwards and like out of pocket way to go ahead and get the instructions. So you're not you helping fi- this. Analogy. You gotta figure out every step along the way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what he's basically trying to say. It's just one big problem solving uh, endeavor. Basically, what he's trying to say is. He discovered He's, animation, and that's what he wants to do with for the rest of his life. So yes, you did kind of start animation. I want to, I I want to tell stories, and I think working with other people that want to do that too is just really freaking cool. Um, okay, you could have just said that. I'm, I'm saying this as a joke. I could have just I'm said that, but it wouldn't be interesting. See, it it wouldn't be interesting, Sam. Yeah, it wasn't be, interesting anyway. The the, 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 the thing you learn from you, the thing <laughs> that, the thing that I've learned from doing these podcasts that you have yet to learn, sir, is that you gotta be you gotta be a good public speaker. You gotta. I just whacked my mic. This is not going well. Yeah, uh, good you, public speaker. Just like a good public speaker. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta be a good public speaker. You gotta you gotta add a little bit of spice, some spice to your stories, man. You gotta make them a little bit more interesting. Gotta add some fire you got some flames to the bottom of that 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 story souffle that you're making right there yeah you know you, that's not how you make a souffle <laughs> shut up I essentially know. essentially what trev is i've had a long do, day guys i'm sorry <laughs> he's trying to make lepin into real lego that's no, what he's trying to do that's not my intention oh shoot that's not my i mean that's what he's trying to do uh, that one kind of uh, works oh my god i hate i hate all y'all but i but i also well, here's the thing. i also appreciate y'all all y'all for putting up with my crap every week. Like you have a pile well not a pile of like crap but like you you have a lot of things and you're like okay how can we make this go exactly it's it's a matter of you've got all the parts but where now like it's where where do they go (laughs) i think marcus's analogy is quite fitting but personally trip i think it's great that you know you want to do film animation for the rest of your life because it'll take the rest of your life to finish a deal to die for. Oh my god! Oh, there's number two. When, when you started, when you started saying that, I was like, he's gonna say something. Nope, not anymore. He's not gonna say anything nice. I, I knew that was going downhill quick. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you want to be technical, you can take as long as you like. See, I could you be the same way no about episode six of Bob and Randy, but I'm not because I'm a nice guy. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the sound of writing a script with Star Wars Studio 100. I also, I'm sorry. I can't hear you I also over don't the remember. fact that I've already had a script for years now and, and have actually animated parts of it. But, but if wait, not most of it. But you also more, started animating it like when I started Ace Brickman. Has that released yeah, yet? Yeah. No. No, but I made a video on Burnout. You should go watch it. Link in the description. <laughs> Well, I've I've got a little something coming oh, your way still. I mean, Hopefully, if I can get it done by the end of the month, I don't know. My schedule's really dicey. That's the thing about going to film school, though. It, you get no time. You have no time to do anything. That is very true. <laughs> if you're doing film school right, you would have no time. I can agree. That's very true, though. Like you do get the most out of it by right. not having time, which Look, it's aside a double-edged from, sword. like, philosophy, sociology, or English, and yeah, I have a very specific English major in mind, College just takes up your time no matter what. Yeah. This this okay. is this like, is how it time, goes. You so. make you make time for the things that are important. Like my program's getting pretty intense. I'm a graduate PhD student in engineering, and some days I just want to go ahead and scream at the compiler. But you know what? You find like these little gaps of time, these breaks here and there. If you structure them enough, you can you can get stuff done. I'm sure <laughs> I, my Still working on that. Was, a week late and a dollar short, but at least it got done, you know? But, uh, I guess to quickly answer your question, Sam, I didn't think animation was going to be a gateway into film school. thing is, both my parents were like, yeah, you can do anything as long as it's like computer science or engineering. And I'm like, what about filmmaking? And they're like, that's a funny way to say computer science or engineering. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's, I really like engineering, so it all worked out. It's ironic because but, you can still yeah. apply those things to film. Especially if you work on a film Very centered around so. that stuff, like, it, well, it doesn't. It doesn't even have to be centered around that stuff because, like, you know, and, and like, because you do a lot of audio engineering stuff right now, don't you? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, more of a digital signal processing, really. Okay. I mean, I've done but, a little bit of stuff with audio engineering, but because that's a that's a massive thing in film. Like, mm-hmm. sound design is a huge thing. Sound design is something that, like, it, you know, I would love to kind of do it more as a backup. Um, sort of thing for myself if animation or like storytelling uh or like writing stories didn't work out for me um but that's audio engineering is a big thing um yeah. well, i'm just even more expanded Ooh. the whole principle of digital signal processing applies to all 
like digital visual media today. Any video we have, it incorporates those methods. It's like, it, honestly, if I didn't go into my specific branch of engineering, I probably would have gone into something like VFX work. Which you would rock like that. that. I'm, I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'd have a lot of fun with it. It's, it's not. Just, it's uh, not like. It's not like you don't have time to, to go down that path anyway. You 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 could just do that. No nobody has to I mean, know. I could. Well, here's my thing though. Like I'm kind of locked in my program for the next two and a half years. We're doing some really cool stuff. I'm really excited about. And I do like the fact I've said this before that filmmaking for me is entirely a hobby. It's something I get to do when, you know, the compiler's broken, my code doesn't work, I scream at it for a few minutes, and then I go break film. It's a simple life. That or play Doom, right? Yeah. Or Halo. Exactly. Or so, whatever the heck are the other games or? you play. Yeah. Like uh, Among Us? That's still popular right now, right? We need to play more. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope so. I want more views. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't, an- did I answer? I didn't answer. No, you really, really didn't. Answer. No, you didn't answer. You okay, really so... Just, I, what is it with everybody that poses a question having trouble answering it themselves? Like, again, I'm pretty sure this is the second week in a row and I've said this, but everybody either forgets or doesn't know how to answer it right off the bat, which so, is ironic because they would have had the most time to talk about it. So, like, yeah, I don't know how that keeps happening. But Well, continue, you keep Sam, talking, sorry. so that's why I haven't answered mine. Anyway. I had to um, inhale there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I don't think... I think when I first started my YouTube channel, I originally wanted to be a full-time YouTuber. I remember that specifically. This guy... This yeah, guy, I was that. I was become the next Jake Paul. God no, more next PewDiePie. <laughs> anyway, and yeah, then better, better, better I think idea. I went to college, and I finally I think I discovered like there's no way I'm gonna be able to do, uh, to be a full time YouTuber. Just it I'm, is if I don't you have flex it, I don't, enough. I don't have that. Per- I don't have that personality to be Clout. like. Yes, I don't have that personality to be a full time YouTuber, but. I think uh, it's draining. Like my, I whenever and then when I got into college and I did Ace Brickman, it kind of changed my perspective. And my mom and my dad always asked me, I should try and sell Ace Brickman the story to a friend of mine in Hollywood. And I just don't see, I just don't want to do that. So. I you like said, doing Screw your money. I'm keeping like, my story. Seriously, like I just don't. It's not going to be his story anymore once he sells it. Oh, yeah, I was no, going to say totally I have no control after that. that. But yep. it's I guess it's one of those things where at first I wanted to kind of get into movies, and then I had some guys from L.A. come and shoot some stuff in my hometown, and I kind of got a glimpse into what it's like working on set, and I hated it. I hated it so much. It was. Getting up every morning at 4 a.m. and getting home at like 9. And there was a lot of techno talk. And Pete, and like, I had to follow OSHA rules, which OSHA's a joke. Like, it, <laughs> seriously, like, he made, he's like, put There's on a sun- lot of regulations. Yeah. yeah film, he told me, he's like, film regulations are oh, ridiculous. Yeah. He told me, he was like, put on sunscreen. I was like, eh, I don't, I said, I'm in Kansas. It's going to be okay. I'm used to it. And he just goes, OSHA rules, put on sunscreen. I'm like, man. Whatever. So I think I just got I, the like I got a peek behind the curtain and I wasn't a fan. So I think Ace Brickman is kind of my version, like Trev said, of like telling a story. But I just don't really, I don't see myself going to Hollywood and selling Ace Brickman. If when it gets done, it gets done. I move on. But that's also that's so that was what I encountered last year um, here at school was like understanding a lot more of the film process um the live action side of things but the animation side of things is very different that i still haven't really figured out which is mildly concerning considering i'm actually like fully in the animation program now but it's a very different process um the way that that's run because you're not on a set and like on not you're not necessarily on as much as of a time crunch like in the moment um it's more just a continual and gradual time crunch over the whole entire time you're making the damn movie. Um, Cause you know, you, you usually have like week long deadlines for things for getting certain shots done. Um, and it's, it's a lot like 
I, I, you know, that's kind of like what we've been having to do this year for all of our projects is um, we have like weekly animation assignments we have to do. Granted, when you're out in the industry, that's going to be your primary focus. You're going to have time to do that stuff, but you don't have that time when you're an idiot like me and take eight, uh, eight, eight full credit classes. So, haha. But you know, that's something I think would be it would be interesting if um, Mm. you were to look into the animation side of things. Like again, if it doesn't hit with if it doesn't like hit a hit a uh, what's the word strike a chord with you it doesn't strike a chord with you no harm no foul so um i guess it's it's definitely a different process so i guess i did um i did a wedding video last week yeah last weekend and Mm -hmm. i think that really hit me because you can make like movie quality stuff like a wedding video or an like an advertisement without you know what I mean? Without having to like jump all through all the hoops. And I think that's kind of what I want to do for the rest of my mm-hmm. life is just do that stuff and do animation on the side. Like what I like to get a contract with Lego. Yeah. Who wouldn't, What I like <laughs> for, you know, to actually get paid for my animation. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I mean, I'm not going to just quit animation. If that doesn't happen, I'm not in it for the money, I guess I'm in it for making myself fair. happy with what I make. I'm here for the craft. I don't I'm know if kind that... of there too, but maybe like a more extreme step forward. So like when I was in high school and I was actually like learning video editing stuff just for fun, I animated, but like for the most part, my animation endeavors are sort of considered like me just clowning around and really amount to anything. I've told stories about that. However, I did have family members and friends who commissioned me for video projects. And because I can say this in the podcast, I hated every single one of them because <laughs> I felt like I was just, you know, it wasn't like I was dealing with people who understood like what I could do with editing. It was basically I was doing exactly what they would have done with their zero knowledge, their zero skills, etc. I know it sounds like I'm being super mean here, but that's kind of how it felt. Mm-hmm. Like I had requests for videos where I'd put it together, and they'd just be they'd ask me in a sense to almost downgrade what I'd done. And it was things where I was like, "This is like a basic way to make this part look good, this edit look good." And they'd ask me to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff that would be random editor presets or things where I think, who with a brain would want to do this? I know it sounds like being super mean, but I kind of got really frustrated with, if you're asking me, if you're commissioning me to do a video project, but all you're going to do is take the competent parts and reconstruct them the way you see exactly, you're not letting me do my job. And I'm going to stop doing my job. I'm going to finish this video. I'm going to take my 50 bucks. And I'm going to get the frick out of here. Which is why, <laughs> which is why you tell them, okay, you're going to sign this contract that says you're going to give me the money and you only have three revisions. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I don't even that. give people that many. But then again, I had no clue. I, I would give at people work, one, one no max, if even. Because sometimes oh, at work, we have... people will take that and they'll run with it. So at uh, work, we have, a, we have a thing and it's everybody gets one free one free revision. After that, it's an additional fifty dollars every revision. That's even if it's something, I should have done. Really even smart, if it's some, even if it's something <laughs> small like um, a font change or something like that, if that wasn't in the first edit, fifty bucks. Man. And it just keeps stacking and stacking. You give had me to a discount that. though, right, Sam? No, nobody gets discounts with me. What? Man, because, just, because you I feel, asked, I you have to pay cheated. double now. I feel because cheated, I'm not. Sam. A, I'm not a freelancer, man. I actually have to get paid for my stuff. <laughs> Oh no! I totally get that. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. you gotta I agree. everyone. I everyone has to get paid for their work. It's but anyway. Don't so uh, Trevor. I want to commission you for a video, and I'm gonna pay you an exposure. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Sure, I'll I'll take it. I guess. No, Don't I make end, me end no. this note. Let me end this note with one of my uh, film set stories. In uh, please in do. Oh yeah, please, because so, you've actually worked on stuff. I forgot. So this is hilarious, but um, it's something related to what Sam said about his story and going into film in Hollywood and that. But um, so we were doing film scouting location or scouting locations, right? And so my friend, the director, he wanted a restaurant location, so he scouted mine, and it's like, "Yo, this is perfect," because like it was free; we didn't charge him for anything. So we're like, okay, let's do it here. 
And I'm like, cool. When when can we shoot? He's like, on the weekends. I'm like, okay, but we can't close the day just for you, or else you know we'll lose a lot of money, and we're also doing it for you for free. So, call time was six a.m. Ooh. Oh no. Um, but here's the funny part. Start. I'm the one with the keys, and I was also working Friday night, and if this was call time was six a.m. on Saturday. And since Fridays, we usually close at like 10.30 and then we got to clean up. So that's another hour. And then I go home, which takes another 20, 25 minutes. And then I take a shower, 15 minutes, eat, yada, yada. Basically, I went to sleep at 1 o'clock. Yep. Mm -hmm. 1 a.m. on Saturday. And then I woke up 4 a.m. Three, like three hours of sleep. And my director was at my house. He's like, okay, let's go to the restaurant, unpack the film equipment and get ready. Oh no! So basically, I was on three hours of sleep for that entire film shoot. Yeah, that's, so from like, that's what happens. Goodness, yeah, good. from like four a.m. to like, I mean, we we made it in time before we we had to open, so that was great. So, yeah, because it was only what five hours. Hmm. We were a little bit ahead of schedule, and then I took like a long, long nap in the car, maybe like three hours. Woke up, super busy in the restaurant. Got my butt into gear. Oh, yeah. yeah this is why we that's, do stack. That's that's a movie that's, set for you. Yeah, that's why I don't want to do that. Anyway, yeah. So I did, I did one weekend of filming last year, um, where we were all in a. We were all in this very tiny house. It was like a. It wasn't a huge crew. It was like maybe thirty of us. Um, were there munchkins? uh actually there were i think we, i think yeah somebody got donuts it was it, we actually were we we had good catering the the chick that was doing catering for us was fed us pretty well um but uh yeah it was just you know we it was like waking up at 6 7 a.m we, we woke up one morning and it was like it, you know it was it was cold so it was like snowing out and people were worried about that because like it you know messed with the setting sort of it messed with like the outside um like the lighting and everything so it was it was interesting seeing how they kind of reacted to that um yeah that was a fun shoot though because i remember there was a day where we were trying to get to set and uh the chick who was coming to pick us up we find out from her like five minutes before she would have come to get us that she had crashed her car Sounds like she, a whiplash situation. She, she was going around a roundabout and somehow missed like one of the turns, and so she ended up like on the curb in a bush. Her 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 minivan, which was like falling apart, which was concerning to ride in in the first place. So somebody different had to come get us, and so they did. You know, we're like maybe five minutes out from the film shoot, and there's a cop that started following us. And of course, he turns his lights on and he, you know, he, he had us pull over and he was mad at us because the girl didn't have plates on her car because she's not like from the state. Like, cause most of the people that go to this, this university, um, most of the people actually are from in state, but there's a good chunk of us that aren't. So she didn't have like one of the plates on. So the cop pulled us over, was like, why don't you have both your plates on? And she's like, sorry, the car just got registered the other day. I'm not from the state, blah, 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 blah. And the dude's like, do you have the plates? And, he, and so she was like, yes. And so she gave him the plates. The guy put the plates on and we were on our way. But we were like at least 45 minutes late to shoot. Uh, I was on the sound crew, which is a pretty important part of shooting. So I felt bad, even though these were factors entirely out of my own control. <laughs> So that was that was interesting. It was an interesting way to start the second and final day. Ah, yep. Okay. Film film shoots that are very interesting, interesting. Um, and that's the only one I've really worked on. I've worked on two, and the other one was very laid back. Like there was a whole chunk of time where we just weren't doing anything. So people were like, "If you want to go get lunch, go get lunch." And so we did. We got pizza. It was great. That's it. <laughs> I have a film shoot story. No, you... I saw a guy in the camera outside my lab. I told him to go away at the end. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say like you that. don't have a story. 
You don't have a story. I have okay. a better story. Yeah. Okay, let's Last hang on. Story. All right, what's up? Let's get back on track, guys. We went. Oh, <laughs> let let Mar- way off. Let Marcus tell his story. This is we are getting literally less than thirty seconds. Less than okay. 30 less seconds. than thirty seconds. Alexa set I a timer. I literally just got a Facebook <laughs> message. Alexa set timer for thirty seconds. You're not funny. Stop. Chris already made the joke. <laughs> yeah, but Shut I don't know. just got a Facebook message from my director saying that we're a semi finalist in the student Los Angeles Film Awards right now for the film I edited. Dude, congrats, that's man. impressive. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I'm hoping it gets into finals. This man is Alexa, going to be the next. Timer. Oh, God, I can't think of any famous editors. Why? <laughs> Walter the next Trump. time, guy. yeah, I was just gonna add. Actually, that's it. Yeah, I was just gonna say Walter Murch. It the next Walter. He's Murch. a god. He is. He's Read great. Read the Bible. Um, who was the guy that I met that came that visited? I, I hope, can't even remember now. I lowkey hope he's it, not. It in was Paul Hirsch. Ancient yeah. God. Yeah, you're gonna be the next Paul Hirsch. That was his name. He he edited Star Wars and Mission Impossible, the original one. So, <laughs> cool stuff. Okay. I hope he's not not in ancient god if you catch my drift chris n- nobody oh, except me understands your doom reference trev it's it's your turn for thought provoking question of the week what question do you have okay thought provoking question of the week tpq not about film because good god we talked about that enough yeah no thanks I, to me I, I get that i get that all right What's a film? I mean, I'm into moving pictures. Sometimes they have sound. God. Sometimes the piano player falls asleep. Guys, I just watch YouTube videos. Don't, film I don't, I don't watch film. I watch YouTube videos. Um, Yo, that's what I do. <laughs> this you guy. got way too excited. He calls himself about. a film person. Wow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway. Trev Sauce, a deal to die for here. Oh, God. Um, a deal There's to... Number three. No, you, that, you just made me say... Oh, God. Let me, let me think for a second, lads. Jeez. My question, my question is, is there a book, a children's book that, you know, you were, you were, you were either read to or read as a child that you would love to meet the main character of? Hmm. Like if if you could, if you could spend like a day. I don't read. (laughs) I don't read Trev. (laughs) You didn't read as a kid? I mean that checks no, out because you're, you're pretty freaking you're pretty Sam- freaking stupid. It checks out. <laughs> Sam yeah. can't read. We've been over this. Yes. I forgot, man. I'm sorry. Well, I guess then the question doesn't apply to you. Either that or think harder. We'll come to you last. Um, Sam, Sam's face is Sam is so Sam is so dumb. This a uh, book, Chris. Yeah. It, it seems like Chris would have an answer. Chris, what's your what, what would your answer be to this? A book. You know, I read I read a lot of books as a kid. As did I. Uh, okay, I'll give you know what to cover for Sam here because you know he, his brain's going full dial-up right now. I'll give you two answers. <laughs> so one, I love the Chronicles of Narnia as a kid, and if I could just straight up live in Narnia, I would take it. Now, granted, there would be no cell service. I could live with that. In fact, I would rather live with that because I could be for sure that I muted Discord for once in my life. <laughs> but like. That is somewhere I would definitely live, probably around like that that really uh, peaceful time, like in the line they wish in the wardrobe, like after they all become kings and queens. <laughs> yeah, I, but then don't the humans come and just destroy everything like fifty years later? Like well, we that's, always. That's do. after they disappear. So as long as I ensure that I'm still there while they're still there, and I disappear when they disappear, we we all Gucci fam. Either that, or I would be there, like, after Prince Caspian, which is also... Actually, you know what? Stick me in any of the books. It'd be fine. Except keep me on the, the okay side of the door at the end of the last battle. We all know how that goes. Except Sam. He can't read. I didn't read the book. Uh, I watched or... the movies. Dude, the movies suck compared to the book. I'm sorry. I just you? gotta go down this tangent. Like, okay, the first one's kind of good. The second oh, one's just like, done. what? And the third one's like, are you even trying... And if I do the Netflix adaptation, it's going to be horrible. But, like, those books are fun. I want the and you can definitely tell they're kind of written more for kids. But to be honest, I could read them, like, right now as an adult who pays taxes and stuff. And I'd still have fun with them. Just great books. And, you know, I can't remember what my comedic one was anyways. It's probably some, like, early reader book that I thought was dumb as a kid. So let's just go with my serious answer. Chronicles of Narnia. 
Boom, take me there. Let's go. Okay, hang on. Dude, are, we, a good one. are we gonna count comics? Um, yeah, we could count that. Cause I, Dennis I, the I, oh God, yeah, man, that's that. Yeah, I read a bunch of comics as a kid. I haven't read comics in. It's been a long time since the last I read like actually read comics. Mister Wilson Dennis from the Dennis the Menace. The Menace. You hang Please out with elaborate. him. Well, yeah, Chris. Who, what was your character? You didn't give. A, you didn't give a character. You just said the world of Narnia. Well, I cheated everyone in Narnia except the bad guys. They kind of suck. Oh my god! All right. Uh, I'm not hanging out with the witch. It's a horrible decision. Hey, she well, has. You could hang out no, with the she lion. Has food. Atlas? You could hang out with the she wardrobe. I don't know. I never read the books. You would have known if you could read Sam. What was the name of the lion? Aslan. Aslan. I said Atlas for some That's... reason. Dude, I would vibe with Aslan. Like, he's he's basically their god. Like, he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you mean he I basically is their god? Fossa he anywhere. is god. Or is, or is he Jesus? Well, if you follow the analogy, yes. Is he god or is he Jesus? But the point being, well, he's he's analogous to Jesus. But point being, I would, I would still hang with the dude. Actually, I'm even more incentivized to hang with the dude, but Cheating answer, everybody in the Chronicles of Narnia, except for the witch. She is horrible. Alright, cool. Alright, okay, Sam, now, I... now you can take the throttle. Take the I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not saying Mr. Wilson or Dennis the Menace. Den- or Mr. Wilson's my grandpa. Um, I didn't really read a lot of books as a kid. I thought that was Mr. Feuthy. Come on. What did that make you, Dennis? Dude, I was a nightmare as a kid. Anyway, I I believe it. You're a nightmare right now, still. Um, just because I don't read, I'm not a nerd and read. Um, you think I read anymore? (laughs) I look at the pictures. What you think I read as a kid? Um, dude, I don't even. I'll teach you how to read, Sam. It's okay. I know how to read. I just choose not to because I can watch the movie and be done in two hours. The book you have to read and concentrate. Um, I mean, you're can I choose? Wrong. Can I choose a character that was in the movie? No, it's got to be from a, a book you read. Like I would say, maybe before the age of twelve. How about, how about you're the one who for, said no. Easy film. for a Sam. It can be from a movie, but it ha- the movie has to be based off a book. Oh, Thomas from Blade Runner, or from uh, Maze Runner. You, no, you wouldn't have read that as a kid. The question was a children's book, dude. Considering you said you don't even read, how would you read the book that Blade Runner was based on? Yeah, Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Blade Runner is based off a book, but not a good book. Uh, yeah. Maze Runner. Oh, you I said wa- Maze I mean, Runner. Oh, I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. But that's still not a children's book. That's not a children's book. I'm talking like a picture book. Like we're, we're, we're talking like Dr. Seuss level. Probably isn't Narnia's not a Doctor, picture book. Doc- what? Yeah, Dr. Seuss level. Yeah, oh, Narnia's not a picture book. Why are you criticizing mine? Why are you criticizing Chris's? Just a book. We'll change it just to a book. I didn't even realize. I'm so sorry because I didn't. Because Chronicles of Narnia, whatever I think of that, it's a kid's movie. A book you read as a kid. A book you read as a kid. Because I do not want to live in Unbroken. As great as that book is, (laughs) I still would really love to read that one. Uh, Okay, can it be a book that my parents read to me? Yeah, that I said that. I prefaced that like right at the beginning. It's like like I said, something that you would have read before the age of twelve, which I guess. Sorry, yeah, I was more um, focused on uh, you wanting me to pick Chronicles up Chronicles of Narnia would have fit. <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia would have fit. So yeah, that because you read Hagrid. that before you were twelve, right? You weren't thirteen, Chris, right? You're not. You're not. You're not scamming me here. Oh no, I I, I read, dude. I read uh, the line of Wish in the Wardrobe when I was in, like third grade. Man, like, that's crazy. Yeah. See, the crazy thing is they assign the book, and I'm like, why did they assign this book? This this book's too good to be assigned. <laughs> and my friends are like, well, that's kind of that's the That's like idea, 1984. Chris. I'm like, I want to read all of these. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hagrid, I don't want to live in 1984, Trev. I don't either. Hagrid from the Sorcerer's from Stone. Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Just the Sorcerer's Stone, not all the all the books. Oh, yeah. Just, just Sorcerer's spe- Stone. Specifically that one, because he was cool. He was hip. He was like, you're a wizard, Harry. Come with me to to Diagon Alley, and we'll buy some stuff, and you can become rich and flaunt it in front of all your kids. All your kids. All your friends on the train by buying the entire entire thing, the entire trolley Trolley candy thing, and then just ruining everybody else's day. That guy. No, seriously, I'd pick Hagrid. Hagrid's Hagrid's tall. He's cuddly. He's cool. And he seems like... 
If he so wanted to kill somebody, he could. Okay. Anyway. So you didn't read that as you, you didn't actually no. read it though. Your your parents read it to you. I think I think I read it when I was like in high school and I got to like the third book and I was like, why am you I doing this? Tw- well you just- wouldn't have been twelve in high school. <laughs> Look, Harry Potter is still technically classified as a kid's uh, book. No, yeah. no, no. My parents read it to me when I was in grade school. Oh, you and well, then, then why I didn't did you say high the- school? Because I didn't read the books read until it. I was in high school. I didn't read the books until I was That's in high school. That's what Sam learned You to didn't read. read them. Okay. I, I misinterpreted that. I'm sorry. I, I Dude, we are all dead. over the place. Anyway. Marcus, okay. save us. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. I have so many. You I have see you one. Googling, like, so many <laughs> you're, you're, you're going. You're, you're really looking back all to right. the annals I have of all your three all, answers. All your is, is that right okay? There. Or do I have to choose one? Yeah, you have to go choose. for it. Yeah, no, go, go, go with two. You go, go with two. two. Go, go with two. Okay. You get okay. one. These are all going to be like manga characters, aren't they? Look, no, no, if no, it's no, going to no, be no. two, you might as well just throw in the third there. I mean, if you take the one, you get one. Oh my god. We could be nice and give him more than one. It's okay. It has it has to be a children's book, right? When am I ever nice, Trevor? Yeah, a book you read as a kid, like a book you would have read read or read. Yeah, book you would have read before you were I may be butchering the dude's name, but like Geronimo Stilton. <gasps> Stilton? Oh, oh my oh, god! Yes, Geronimo Stilton. That. Man, yeah, those books were my jam. I would totally, I would totally <laughs> hang out with that guy. That's holy yeah. crap! That's a blast from the past. That's I read those back in like back. middle school. Yeah, Man. that's a good first or a second would be Magic Treehouse, Jack and Annie. Oh, that too. Now we're talking. Man, dude, how, dude just I haven't thought about these in years. I haven't thought about these books in years, man. I feel like all of them are going to get film adaptations before like I'm 30. <laughs> I, they're all going to get film <laughs> adaptations Don't before I'm 30. Don't Trev. Dang it. Don't, don't do it. We're going to see do film adaptations of within the next decade. Hey, I think for some of them it could work. Geronimo Stilton, I know they tried to do like a TV show with it, but they like... Yeah, cha- I think they did. They right? changed up the designs of some of the characters, and it was like, they made Geronimo look very weird. I I don't know what was up with that. Um, it's so weird. But yeah, no, Geronimo Stilton was great. Oh, it's an Italian children's book. What? Yeah. What was? Said so was it Geronimo? Was it? Oh, Geronimo? Oh, yeah, no, I I, I believe Tre- that. I mean, it's... I didn't know that. It's, like, the culture of it is a lot different from, like, American culture, so... Yeah. Checks out. Alright. But yeah, that's what I would do. Cool. Okay, so for my pick... Um... I kind of have two answers as well. Um... My first one... Although it was very much influenced by by the movie, uh, or the movies and the show, in fact, because I I watched a lot of the show. Um, Curious George, I I I I would not hang oh. out with that monkey. I, I'm just saying this. I love I've Curious that guy. George. He he. <laughs> he is the He's, biggest. He is a baby monkey. What else are you supposed to expect from him? Dude, at least he wasn't. At least he wasn't cover. Caillou. Like Caillou was blatantly. An- oh, that kid. That, was- kid. that bald kid. Like I that kid. That kid. That Caillou. kid should have been thrown off a bridge at a young age. That's like an anime. <laughs> no, it's Caillou far from was it. a whiny little brat. Now I. My mom didn't let me watch Caillou as a kid. She thought that like he was going to be a bad Caillou influence on me. She, I mean, she's not wrong. Kid yeah. is horrible. You know what's also a? It's not a. But like, I just feel so bad for this chick. That like one maid who like gets confused by everything because she takes things too literally. Dude. You guys know oh! what I'm talking about? Names on the tip of my tongue. We read that all oh, the time in the second. Is that grade. the Amelia Bedelia? Is that the name? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That she's like, okay, guys, we're gonna go hit the road, and then she grabs a stick and starts smacking the pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like, can I? Can I have like a? <laughs> can I have like an egg? And then he, she literally gives him an egg. Man, that... guys, she was the OG Drax. Oh my, oh my god, <laughs> she was the OG Drax and Destroyer. Oh no, I need oh that crossover no. in my life now. Holy crap! 
Go break so break so I would I'd go, love, Chris. You got this. I would love to have. I mean, I have a Drax minifigure now. Yeah. It's visible this I would time. love now to have just like a full-on conversation about like children's media. Like stuff that we were like, that we, like we watched as a kid, read as a kid. Um, you know, like. Well, like, guys, this is my last episode of the Fremen Hunter podcast. Kid or uh, <laughs> it's been, it's like, been a that's fun. One thing, like, it's I been fun 16 this. episodes, but uh, if we're going to talk about I, children's I, media, I, I'm dipping. Well then, you can uh, skip that episode. And wait, wait, and nobody will miss you. That, that horrendous. Um, I am the yeah, highlight. That's such of an interesting episodes. episode. <laughs> All right, Chris, get us out of here before Trev wait, starts. Wait, no, 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 another, you didn't. You, I, I didn't. I, my second, my second pick. Um, this is one that all of you should know <laughs> because I can. It's my question. Deal with it. Um, I mean, I picked seven of them. Technically, my, my, at least it's my not a deal to die for you. Know? My second pick was, uh, or is I should say. Hugo Cabaret from the Adventures of Hugo Cabaret. Um, I know a lot Ooh, of people. That sounds familiar. Well, what? Have you no, all never read familiar. it? Trev, do I read? He, what? Have you all never read this book? We established this. Uh, We've established this. No, I know that we don't care about you. I'm, I'm asking the other two at this point. Oh, the invention of Hugo Cabaret. The invention, not not the adventure. The invention of Hugo Cabaret. Y'all have never read it or seen the movie? Okay, see, this is like 2007, like 2008. I would have been like in 6th or 7th grade, and I was having an identity crisis. So yeah, I definitely did <laughs> I think saying. I think it should have gone it's a different a way, because look where you are right now. But that's besides the point. Wow, I'm, I'm amazed sorry, that you I haven't... I'm amazed the sound of the, the, of the silver chair, the best Narnia book. <laughs> I'm amazed Anyways. y'all haven't read this. Wow. Because, yeah, I, so, fun story. I actually, the, the writer of the book, Brian Selznick, um, who went to go on to produce the movie, because Martin Scorsese directed a film adaptation of it called Hugo. Um, I actually but know... But is it real cinema? I know the writer's only niece. Um, I went to middle school with her. But, man, these books, they're, they're so cool. Like, have, have you all, have, I, have any of you seen Hugo? Have you seen the movie? No. 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 Wow. What, man, before I came to <laughs> film school, that was the only um, Martin Scorsese movie I had ever seen. And by far, I think it's by far my favorite of his. But, like, it's such a cool story. It's about this kid who, I'm, not, I'm actually not going to do a synopsis because I'm sure that the listeners have actually listened to it. But, like, it's a really cool story. And I mean, it's... I'll probably watch it at some point, but the first Scorsese film I'm probably going to see is when Orion forces me to watch The Irishman for the memes. Or the, or, yeah, it's it's a time. I'll 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 say it's that. real cinema, you know. It's a time. I'll say that. I preferred about. Goodfellas in terms of mafia movies, but I also haven't seen Gangs of New York yet, so uh, it's a weird Bro. conversation. Scorsese's weird this in general. This is a weird conversation. But like that I think that's his best directed movie by far. But like the character of Hugo, he's like this orphan kid. He's just trying to make this cool automaton thingy. Um he lives in a subway station and he's got to like escape and there's like stuff that's like related to like early film history within it. It's a really good read. I highly check I highly recommend to check it out. And it's got some the, the really cool thing about the book is, you know, you're reading it and it's like, you know, it's, it's a pretty fat book. Like it's one of the fattest books I've ever come across. It's not, it's no war and peace, but it's a is big it book. Thick? Um, is it thick with three C's? God, stop. It's, it's got like, you <laughs> know, you, you read a bunch like of pages, but then it's, you've got these like really detailed and beautifully illustrated um, pictures that go along with a lot of it. Um, the pictures actually like they, the, the, they'll just drop words out of the book and let the pictures explain chunks of the story it's really neat um highly recommend they should make a patch for that they should update the patch notes for that oh my god (laughs) damn that book i'm still amazed y'all have never read it that was like that was big back when i was in like middle school elementary or yeah elementary school and middle school yeah but see like when you were in middle school though like i was at the end of my middle school slash going into high school yeah that's true yeah i mean for me middle school was just everybody read the hunger games i read the first one couldn't even get through like the first chapter of the second one so it it was also the maze runner too everybody was reading those but it's because the film the films were coming out at the same time so everybody was all over that stuff the books were pretty good not gonna lie though that would have been 
So the thing is, a lot of those books, I'm going to go on another awful tangent here, and Sam's going to get mad at me again. I <laughs> hate those YA books. Oh, YA I books in general so are usually really bad. and boring and just... Twilight? The worst. I don't know. It's the worst. Uh, it's like the same, hey, don't same knock thing. Twilight. St- it had good me. themes. God. Yes. Why do I hang out Stalking with people. And obsessive romances are yeah, great themes. I remember when and, Twilight was big in middle people. school, and I. That was when I decided, you know what? I kind of hate everybody. Like I said, it was, I, was, I was going through a phase. But stop me where this sounds Hero familiar. Curtis? Average, relatable girl gets caught into this weird, strange world where you're supposed to go, whoa, that's kind of whack. <laughs> and it's stuck between whack. a super hot dude. And a normal dude with a quote-unquote heart of gold. And where the plot should be her overthrowing the vague and oppressive organization that's supposed to be a stand-in for your inner inner teenage angst. She's actually busy trying to decide between these two guys. And you never get a definite or satisfying answer because they're trying to hook you to the next sequel. Mm. If you said, wow, Chris, that sounds like so many books I've read. You're welcome. The formula Just has been saying. cracked, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, can we expect a satire brick I'm on you guys. now, please? Okay, well, now I kind of have to. Thank you. You're welcome. This is your ultimatum, sir. Yep. I'll get it done before I deal to die for that I can ensure. Let's end on that I, note, please. I don't, I don't condone that. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today... Please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame100. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And in a way to change the scripted outro, please stay tuned for our new segment, Flicker Thoughts. We hope you guys enjoy it. It's going to be a ton of fun. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming!